It's Cinco de Mayo, so we're celebrating brunch club style. Any day that starts off with sausage, egg, and cheese, it's gonna be a great day. With my super swirly and moist Mexican chocolate babka, spicy and satisfying chorizo breakfast burrito bowls filled to their crunchy tortilla rims. Wow. My creamy sliced avocado salad on the side. Now avocados were pretty already, but now it's like they're ready for prom and to sip it all down, frozen horchata lattes that drink just like dessert. Hey, this is me, Molly A. This is my husband, Nick. And this is our home, our farm on the North Dakota-Minnesota border. The place where I eat, sleep, and breathe food. My food is a delicious mix of my Chinese and Jewish heritage and a taste of the Midwest. It's my turn to host Brunch Club, and in honor of Cinco de Mayo, I'm putting together a Mexican-inspired spread. For something desserty, I'm making my Mexican chocolate babka. It's swirly and sweet and a little spicy. And babka is essentially the beauty queen of the coffee cake world. To get started on my dough, I'm gonna add two and a half cups of all-purpose flour to my mixer bowl. Basically the dough that I use for all of my babkas. I'll add two tablespoons of sugar one and a half teaspoons of instant yeast. What differentiates Bobcuff is that it's made from a yeasted dough. So it's more bread-like in texture as opposed to those crumbly, cakey coffee cakes. I'll add three quarters of a teaspoon of kosher salt and a little cinnamon for warmth. That's it for my dry ingredients. I'll whisk this together. I am obsessed with babka. It is a Jewish Eastern European loaf-shaped coffee cake, and typically the filling is either chocolate or cinnamon. But with this Mexican chocolate version, I'm essentially combining the two and then adding some chili powder for some spiciness. It's going to be marvelous. That's it for my dry ingredients. I'll mix up the wet ingredients. I've got half a cup of whole milk that's warmed slightly to help the yeast work, and two large eggs. That'll add beautiful richness. What was this to combine? And pour it right into the dry ingredients. I'll mix this until all the dry ingredients are hydrated. I'll grab my butter. I'm gonna add six tablespoons of it, a tablespoon at a time. It's just gonna make it soft and supple and gorgeous. Mm. Okay, it's getting there. My last pat of butter is in there and the dough is cleaning the bowl, which is what I'm looking for. And then I'll knead this for a few more minutes until it's smooth and still slightly sticky. This dough is looking stunning. It's so smooth. I can smell the butter and cinnamon. I've got a clean bowl. I'll add a drizzle of oil so that the dough doesn't stick. And I'll stretch the dough into a ball to get a smooth, hot surface. I'll place it face down into my bowl, smush it around, and then turn it back over so that it's completely coated in the oil. I'll cover this up and let it rise until it's doubled in size. And then that time, I'll make my filling. My filling is gonna have chocolate, cinnamon, and a little bit of chili for some heat. I'm gonna start with six tablespoons of softened unsalted butter. I'll sweeten it with three quarters of a cup of sugar, some cocoa powder, cinnamon, chili powder, and a pinch of salt to bring out all the flavors. And I'll mix it all together. Anytime I make babka, I have to hide it from Bernie because she's a total babka fiend. I remember the first time I made it, she took her slice into her secret fort and then finished it and then threw a tantrum because she was done. I totally get it because every time I finish my babka slice, I throw a tantrum in my head. Okay, 
And lastly, I'll drizzle in some neutral oil just to make it a spreadable consistency. It adds such great moisture that'll make the layers truly magical. I'll stir this up. Let me grab my dough. He's so puffy and happy. I'll turn this dough out onto my counter. Oh, that's so soft. And I'll roll my dough out to a wide rectangle that's 10 inches tall by 22 inches wide. So the dough will be quite thin, but that means more layers. Perfect. I'm ready to spread on my filling. I'm gonna use all but two tablespoons of it. I'll come back to that later. And I'll use an offset spatula to get a thin, even layer all over the surface of the dough. I'll leave a tiny border at the top though, which will help me seal the roll. Oh, this is so satisfying. I love the contrast of the dark chocolate with that lighter beige dough. So the next step is to roll this up like a jelly roll. I want a nice tight roll to lock all that filling in. And I'll just pinch these edges to seal the roll shut. And I'll place this roll seam side down. And now, oftentimes, when you see a babka recipe, the next step is to cut this down the center lengthwise. But this is how I like to do it. It's a little different and a little bit less messy. So I just cut my roll in half. And then I'm gonna spread my remaining filling over one of the rolls. It's just layers upon layers of chocolatey goodness. I've got a buttered loaf pan that's also lined with parchment paper, which will help me remove the babka after it bakes. And now I'll twist my two logs together. So I'll just place one on top of the other. This doesn't have to be perfect. Babka is rustic beauty at its best. I'll give it a hug and transfer right to my loaf pan. I'll cover it up and let it rise for another 30 to 40 minutes. And then I'll brush with some heavy cream and bake at 350 degrees for 50 minutes until golden. I'm gonna finish with some simple syrup. This is just equal parts sugar and water that I brought to a boil. And this will add more shine and stickiness to the top and a little more sweetness. Wow, okay. I'll let this cool and then I'll cut it up into thick slices. Okay, here I go. I'm gonna go straight to the center because that's the best part. <laughs> so chocolatey and rich. I better hide this from Bernie. Otherwise there won't be any left for brunch club. Coming up, spicy chorizo, creamy potatoes, melty mozzarella, all stuffed in edible bowls. I am obsessed. You've gotta have something savory and satisfying at brunch. So I'm making my chorizo burrito bowls. They're salty and meaty, and they have some serious carb-on-carb -carb action here. That's why I like them so much. To get started, I'm gonna make some edible bowls using just store-bought flour tortillas. And I'm gonna brush one side with some neutral oil. And this is gonna help them get browned and crisped. And now I've got my jumbo muffin tins. And I'm gonna gently press the tortilla oil side down into the muffin tin and I'll pleat it to form a bowl shape. And now I'm gonna brush the other side with oil. All right, I'll keep on going. And I like this size too, it's not overly huge because we've gotta save room for our babka, our horchata. I want that avocado. I'll get these in the oven at 375 degrees and bake them for 15 to 18 minutes until they're browned. And while those crisp, I'll make my chorizo and potato filling. 
This filling is basically a hash. It's gonna be a super flavorful bed for my scrambled eggs and other toppings. I'm gonna start with some Mexican chorizo, which is a smoky spiced pork sausage that's really fatty and delicious. I'll break it up with my spoon into little bite-sized pieces, and this will just cook until it's browned. I am obsessed with breakfast burritos. I could eat them seven days a week, three meals a day. So I've taken my favorite part of taco salads, which is the tortilla bowl, and I'm gonna fill them with all of my favorite breakfast burrito toppings. Okay, my chorizo is cooked. I'm gonna remove it to a plate using a slotted spoon so that that excess grease will stay in the skillet. Any day that starts off with sausage, egg, and cheese, it's gonna be a great day. And I'll add my veggies. I've got one russet potato that I've diced, a red bell pepper. That pepper's gonna go really nice with a chorizo. And then half of a white onion for a little sweetness. I'll add a pinch of salt. I'll stir these around to get them coated in that chorizo fat. I'll grab my spices. I'll add a quarter teaspoon of garlic powder, a quarter teaspoon of chili powder, and a quarter teaspoon of cumin. And these three are really gonna enhance all the flavors in the chorizo and make for one extremely flavorful hash. And then I'll season with a few more good pinches of salt. I'll stir this around and let the spices toast. I'll let this cook until the potatoes are tender. And in the meantime, I'll soft scramble my eggs. I start with olive oil in my nonstick. I'll pour in four beaten eggs. And now the way to soft scramble an egg is to cook it slow and low and to stir it with a rubber spatula continuously. I'm gonna keep on going with this arm and I'm gonna add the chorizo into my hash with the other hand. As with any scrambled egg, I like to turn the heat off when it's just shy of the doneness that I'm looking for because the residual heat from the pan is gonna continue to cook the eggs. So the heat is off. I'm gonna keep stirring to keep that custardy texture. Okay, I'll season with salt and pepper. This will be a really great contrast of textures with the hash and the scramble and then the crispy tortilla bowls. Mm. Speaking of which, let me check on those bowls. Ooh, they're beautifully golden around the edges. I'll get these out of the muffin tins. These are gonna soak up all the fat and juices from the hash and get soft and chewy on the bottom, but stay crispy on the top. It's a good thing. I'll let these cool and then grab the rest of my fillings for my burritos. I've got shredded mozzarella, pickled jalapenos, and a creamy salsa verde. You can use store-bought, but I made my own. I just blended up some Greek yogurt, garlic, cilantro, and white onion with spicy charred serrano peppers and tangy tomatillos until everything was smooth and luscious. To assemble, I'll grab one of my bowls and I'll add some of the hash on the bottom. Top with a plop of scrambled egg. Some shredded cheese. Oaxaca cheese would also be really good. And a drizzle of my salsa verde. This will add such nice creamy brightness and some heat. Some pickled jalapenos for brininess. And I'll finish with a tangle of fresh cilantro. I kinda just wanna eat it like a cupcake. I'll keep on building. I'm gonna try one. I'm gonna get a little bit of each of the toppings. Mmm. There is so much flavor in this little bowl. This is definitely my new burrito obsession. Next, the trick to making your avocados sing with tastiness. No toast needed. 
For a vibrant and easy side to our brunch, I'm making my avocado salad, which is crunchy and creamy. It's a refreshing accompaniment to the heavy burrito bowls. To get going, I'm gonna make a crunchy seedy topping. I've got a quarter cup of sunflower seeds. We always have these around because they're Nick's favorite. A quarter cup of pumpkin seeds and a quarter cup of puffed rice cereal. So there's just a few different levels of crunchiness going on here. I'll season with a teaspoon of cumin. I'll add a nice savory woodsiness. A teaspoon of chili powder for some heat. Half a teaspoon of garlic powder. Garlic makes everything taste good. And kosher salt. I'll mix this together and then toss it with some olive oil just to help get it nice and toasty. And this is sort of a Mexican-inspired take on duca, which is an Egyptian nut and seed mix. I obviously think of it as savory sprinkles. <laughs> I'm gonna dump this out onto my sheet pan. Okay, I'll spread it out. And this is just gonna toast at 375 for about 10 minutes. And while that crisps, I'll make my quick pickled onions. I'll start with a quarter cup of water in my pan and a third of a cup of apple cider vinegar for sourness. A tablespoon of sugar and two teaspoons of salt. Okay, I'm just gonna bring this to a simmer while I whisk so that I can dissolve everything. Okay, I'll get this off the heat and pour it right over my sliced red onion. Now I'll push these down so they're all submerged and I'll let this sit for about 10 minutes. All right, let me check on my seeds. Those smell good. I'll just half a lime right over the mix. Lime is like earth sour candy. Okie dokie artichoke. And now I'll grab my avocados and put this dish together. Typically I feel like avocados are on something like toast or a salad. With this dish, I wanted to put stuff on avocados and really put the emphasis on them. So I'll slice these guys in half, gently scoop out the creamy flesh, make thin vertical cuts, place it down onto my plate, and then I'll use my fingers to gently fan it out. I'll keep on going, just like a domino, so you can see all the pretty layers. If there are some parts that are a little broken, that's totally okay, because that's what covering them with toppings is for. I'll drizzle them with olive oil for added richness, layer on my pickled onions. Pink and green ought always to be seen. Right. I'm gonna top with my seedy crunchy topping, a little cotija, or you could use feta too if you don't have this, some flaky salt, and lime wedges for necessary acidity. I mean, avocados were pretty already, but now it's like they're ready for prom. I'm gonna sneak a taste. Mmm. It's creamy, it's crunchy, it's salty, it's sour. That is a star side. Still to come, a drinkable dessert that'll give you a little buzz. And it's covered in chocolate sprinkles, of course. It's almost time for brunch, and instead of coffee, I'm making my frozen horchata lattes. They're milky and spiced with a sweet morning buzz. I just throw everything into a blender. I'll start with four cups of ice. It takes a lot for me to like a coffee drink because I love my black coffee, but these are a good exception. One reason is because they have ice cream. I'm gonna add four big scoops of vanilla ice cream. 
And I like these because they're not as sweet and rich as a milkshake, but they still have milkshake vibes. The ice kind of balances out the ice cream. I'll grab my espresso and horchata. I think I'd be in a lot of trouble if I didn't serve coffee at a brunch party. So I'm adding four ounces of espresso that's cooled so it doesn't melt everything. And next, my horchata mixture. I made it last night, it was really easy. I started with long grain white rice, some skinless almonds, and a few cinnamon sticks, then covered with water and blended up. Let it sit in the fridge to infuse, and strained out the solids. It sort of reminds me of rice pudding. Mm. I'll sweeten with some sugar, and blend till it's smooth. I'll grab my glasses, and I've got my whipped cream. Every good coffee drink needs some whipped cream on top. I'll fill these up. It's milkshake-esque, but not full-on milkshake. Mmm. I'll top with a plop of whipped cream. Extra creaminess, like a little cloud. Mm. Gotta go with fresh whipped cream for this. So good. Mm. <laughs> I'll sprinkle with cinnamon to accentuate the cinnamon that's in the horchata. And growing up, my favorite coffee drinks were topped with chocolate sprinkles. <laughs> These always bring me back. I'm going right in. Mm. That is so sweet and refreshing. Okay, let's brunch. Cinco de Mayo, brunch club style.